from the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today with Braden Neville. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tie Cats Today here on the Tie Cats Audio Network on this Monday, June the 19th, 2023. I'm Braden Neville, and once again, thank you. For tuning in, the Ticats were back in action last night against their rival Toronto Argonauts, and it was another tough one for the Ticats, losing 32-14 to in Toronto. I'll be speaking to Bubba O'Neill later in the show about that Ticats game. Perhaps the biggest story out of this game was Bo Levi Mitchell leaving with an injury in the second half. Still waiting for an update on his status for this week. Matt Schiltz took over for him, did a solid job marching the Cats down the field a couple times. He ended the game 13 for 14 with 115 yards and one touchdown pass, but the deficit was just too much to overcome in the end. Argos QB Chad Kelly was a big story coming into this one with a lot of buzz surrounding him and what he can do this season, and he didn't disappoint, rushing for three touchdowns on five QB carries and throwing for 213 yards. One positive thing, if you will, that did come from this game was a catch-of-the-year candidate for Ticats receiver Terry Godwin. He made an incredible one-handed grab in the second quarter. He went up and then up some more and got every fan in the stadium out of their seat with a wicked catch. Very exciting play. The player of the game for the Ticats was Duke Williams. He did everything he could in this one, finished the game with 106 yards, receiving on six receptions. Coach O spoke with media following the game last night to discuss his thoughts. Bo Levi Mitchell leaving the game early with injury and more. Yeah, obviously not not well enough to return to the game. So that's that's all we were told. Obviously a lower body injury, and yeah, just wasn't well enough to return. Well, it's it's, it's not it's not football is not a difficult game, right? When we have opportunity to score, we got to score. When we have a second and long, we got to get off the field. It's explosions, and it's it's real. And then obviously we took some penalties in the first half that were uh, repeated. It's, it's really that. It's a, it's a different ball game. Credit them, you know, but you're asking about our football team. Uh, until we can curb those things, we're going to have challenges. Yeah, we got we got banged up there uh, down the stretch, even on special teams. We had a lot of starters step up. Proud of the grit and the effort, uh, but it's got to show up in the win call. Back to Coach O in just a second. Leandre Gallimore started this game on special teams as the kick returner in place of the injured Lawrence Woods finishing the game with 151 kick return yards and 29 punt return yards. And he showed off his serious explosiveness. There were some plays where I thought he was going to be tackled for sure and he somehow stretched it out a little longer. He was zigzagging around. The guy can move. And Coach O spoke about his performance. Yeah, he did a decent job. Um... I thought Gallimore, you know, that's how he made our football team. He made an impact in the return game. I thought he made some impact returns here, uh, you know, and so, yeah. That was Coach O following the game yesterday. Jameer Thurman has gotten off to a hot start this season with 14 tackles through two games, and Jameer spoke about his frustrations with the team's effort in the loss and more. Terrible. Terrible. We're digging ourselves in a hole every time. We're not going to be able to win like that in this league. Uh, we got to come out faster. We got to come out better than that. It takes time to gel, but at the same time, you know, you got to, you can't be taking penalties. You know, on both sides, all three phases of the ball, you can't take penalties in that situation. We are, we're grown enough. We're, we, we've been playing this game for a long time to where we know what not to do. And uh, those hurt us and they, they put us in, in holes. And then at the end of the day, we, we can't get out of it. I mean, we know we just execute better. That's all it is. You know, if we start off like that, how we start off the second half, then we wouldn't be in that position. And then we we're competing to uh, win the game. You know, we just got to come out fast. That's that's all it is. We keep putting ourselves in holes, and um, we're not be able to get out of it. 
I mean, we got we to gotta get him on Friday. It's just come, a quick turnaround. So guys got to uh, dig into the film. And then 24 hours, we go on to the next one after that. Got to show off for the fans of Hamilton. That was Jameer Thurman. The final player to speak with media yesterday was Tim White. Tim finished the game with 41 receiving yards on five receptions and spoke to media following the loss. I would say, I mean, it starts with preparation. So we got to prepare as if we're in the game in the moment. So if we got to pick up the intensity, uh, then that's what we're going to need to do. Uh, Everything needs to be on the line. You know, we can't wait until, you know, oh, we're down and, we decide to catch up. We need to decide that in the beginning of the game. Yeah, we understand it's a process, but I mean, we have to execute. I don't think there's any excuses for it. You know, we've had a great training camp. Uh, we're executing in practice, so we need to bring it to the games, and uh, it needs to happen now. That's how I feel. That was Tim White, Jameer Thurman, and Coach O at yesterday's post-game press conference, and I think it's time now I bring on my guest, Bubba O'Neill. Bubba, thank you for joining me today to discuss this Ticats Argos matchup. Hey, uh, I wish it was under better circumstances and uh, we were talking about a win, but uh, you're not going to win every game in this league. And uh, an 0-2 start is certainly uh, something where you think the coaching staff and the players got to get back to work. And I don't think it's something to sound the alarm about necessarily here on the season, but uh, it's definitely something to talk about. No. And, and the big talking point, of course, is Bo Levi Mitchell leaving with that injury. How important is it to get him back healthy? Well, I think he's your number one quarterback, and I don't think the Tiger Cats make the kind of best investment that they did and uh, the all-out blitz and pursuit to get him that if they didn't believe he was a guy that could lead them to a championship, has he played great? Probably not. Uh, he would probably be the first to say that. And I think especially with the turnover situation, and I think, you know, teams turn the ball over. This is the Canadian Football League. People throw interceptions. Unfortunately, it's in the timing of those turnovers that have hurt the Tiger Cats in terms of, uh, you know, consistent and getting points on the board so and, and what's happened in those many of those turnovers including the Toronto and Winnipeg game is that teams have turned around and turned those turnovers into points so that puts the team in a double whammy hole so he knows that he's a veteran guy 10 years and 11 years in the league uh, he'll be better uh, but you're talking about the health of the guy uh, we're all concerned um, but it, this is football and and there's a next man up and uh, mentality and Matthew Schultz is long proven that he can quarterback in this league and uh, maybe on a short turnaround, it's better to give the, you know, Bo, whatever he's ailing from, it's clearly something in the lower body. Maybe mm-hmm. it's the best to give him the most amount of time just to settle it down for a little bit because Matthew Schultz can run this football game and he can win games. And yeah, Matthew Schultz comes into the game, goes 13 for 14 with 115 yards in that one touchdown in, in a short time frame. What did you think about his performance when he came in to help Bo out? I I thought it was Matthew Schultz that we saw last year. I mean, a guy that makes quick decisions, has the mobility to take off when necessary, can extend plays with his legs. So give his wide receivers opportunities to get open. Uh, And he's a, he's a guy that guys clearly respect in the huddle. So you see that he's again, a guy that's been around a little bit, uh, has been a starter, has been a backup. Uh, I think this is a team that can rally around him because we saw just last year uh, what he did in a situ- kind of a similar situation with Dane Evans, maybe not playing his fo- best football, that at any time Matthew Schultz could come in there. And I thought when Matthew Schultz was hurt, if you go back to that Labor Day game, that was a big, mm-hmm. big knock for the Tiger Cats because mm-hmm. not having him around, whether it be as a second stringer, communicating with the first string quarterback or someone that's leading the huddle. Um, but I think there should be full confidence in him. And I think getting, a, even though it's a short week of practice, he'll be able to climatize himself to this offense. 
And yeah, with that shorter week of practice, it's a quick turnaround. Last week, you have nine days. Now, now you have uh, four days or whatever it is. How difficult is that on a team to turn around and now go into this next game just a few days away? You know, just talking to some of those guys there in the in the post game show, and of course the head coach at the conclusion of uh, Sunday's game, uh, I got the feeling that it, it's not going to be a challenge. Uh, there was a long break going into this game because the Thai Cats played the Sunday night contest, so they had a long extended break. Especially seeing the fact that they're zero two, you're coming to the uh, the friendly after being in, in, in two hostile environments. You're coming to the friendly environment where teams are going to be cheering, or fans are going to be cheering for you. You'd rather have that quick turnaround. Uh, this team just needs to get out there and execute, right? The practice is going to help them out a little bit. Of course, there's going to be new things introduced. You're going to scheme to a different team. But at the end of the day, they've got to be able to just get back to work. And now we're we're talking about uh, this QB, and the QB is only as good as his offensive line. And and this offensive line has had a few injuries. What have your, your initial thoughts over the last two games and, and last game been of this O-line and, and those guys who have come in to maybe take over for guys like Dayton Black and, and Casey Sales even hopping up on that O-line? Credit to that. I mean, to Black, obviously, a raw rookie coming in there and showing the ability, at least getting the trust from the coaching staff that if there is an injury at any point of the offensive line, in any position of the offensive line, that whether it be center, guard, or tackle, they feel confident that they can mix around the lineup and still produce positive results. They have gone with six offensive linemen, which is dangerous. And mm. unfortunately, in both games, as constant Tiger Cats with injuries. And you take a look at that practice roster and injury roster right now, I count as many as five guys and maybe three or four of them that could at any time play that just can't right now because of injuries. I mean, Fontana being one of them, uh, Chris Manziel obviously being, you know, the, the most experienced and most, uh, you know, veteran like with this team. So they got to get these guys healthy. The core of your football team and your ability to move your offense starts with the gelling and the positivity and, and execution of your offensive line. We saw that last year when the Tiger Cats played their best football down the stretch, getting themselves into the postseason. And that's when they had a solid, cohesive, well-known offensive lineman to each other. When they can turn to the right and turn to the left and know who's beside them, that's when they play their best. So getting these guys healthy and cohesive is going to be a key part to getting this team moving forward. Player of the game last night, the performance of the game, if you will, Duke Williams, he had that 106 yards receiving for the player of the game. What were your thoughts on his performance? It seemed like he was one of those standout guys of the game where there, there was maybe harder to find some. He, he made himself available to the quarterback, and, and I thought that was what uh, you expect out of a Duke Williams. He's a guy that's a big play receiver, has done that, whether it be in the Canadian Football League and that little stint there with the Buffalo Bills of the National Football League. He's an ability, a guy to get open and extend those drives. And you got, and, and I, what I liked about a lot of his receptions, I think he said it was six of them for 102. Uh, that a lot of that stuff was over the middle. That's where uh, guys do all their dirty work. I mean, it's crazy in there. Guys can, you know, middle linebackers and safeties are already lined up to hit you or belt you or bump you or, you know, edge you off the line. But he found an ability to make himself available to Bo Levi Mitchell. There's clearly a nice little um, chemistry early season that's mm -hmm. built there. Um, I'd like to see if we can get him on the outside. I thought when he was playing with the Edmonton, I guess then Eskimos, 
he had an ability to break down the sidelines as well, too. So I'm sure in Tommy Condell's offense that he's going to be able to be moved around. And I think we'll see the best of Duke Williams. The best is yet to come. Let me also say that James Butler is really, I thought, was impressive yesterday yep. as well, too. I thought he showed the ability to be a workhorse, and that is running the football and also catching the football out of the backfield. A reliable guy. I know he had the two fumbles in week one, but uh, as Andy Fantu's talked about this in the post game, you could see him with the cross, uh, cross arm. Um, a ball holding possession uh, style of running that he was. So again, a guy that could run through the tackles, break tackles, go hit the hit the edge when necessary and catch the ball out of the backfield. I think we've just seen the beginning of something really, really good out of James Butler, but because uh, he is a key, key part of that offense and should be able to, his effectiveness will only open, open things up for the receivers. And one of those receivers, Terry Godwin, with perhaps the, the catch of the year so far. I know we're only two weeks in, but he makes that incredible one-handed grab. What were your thoughts on that catch from Terry Godwin? Well, I, I went into I went into Spider Man mode when, <laughs> when he made that reception. That was just a, that was a marvel, and goes to show his athletic ability. I really liked him last year. Uh, at the end of the season, when they brought him in, and he had some spot duty, I thought all he did was impress. So to me, when training camp went through, I was like, I would be shocked if this guy didn't. I mean, there's always guys that came through, and meaning you know the Justin McGriffs that came through. Unfortunately, yeah. that didn't work out. Gallimore comes out of nowhere. Uh, I. I was really expecting I would have been really disappointed if he did not make the team and I'm not talking about just being on the practice roster as a guy that can be an active player I think he just needs more reps uh, again that crazy catch was made over the middle in mm -hmm. a very very dangerous zone and we've seen him break free uh, in Winnipeg unfortunately there was not a connection with Bo Levi Mitchell on a long pass so uh, again another guy where the best is yet to come it's so important to think and and for people to remember that this is the Canadian Football League. They're 0-2. No one wants to lose. But it's 18 games. It's sunny and crazy hot right now, right? By the time this season is over, it's going to be freezing cold <laughs> and the yeah. leaves will be dropping from the <laughs> trees. This is a long, long season in the Canadian Football League. And it's really how, as the Argonauts proved, it's how you're playing in the last six weeks of the season and not so much in the first six weeks. You want to win. I'm not saying that, but. And let's hope that the warm weather stays longer than, than normal this year. But, but another guy I wanted to get to, you touched on him a bit was Leandre Gallimore who steps in for Lawrence Woods. I thought he was impressive on the kick return. He's always, it always seems like he can make something out of nothing. He can always find that space. What were your thoughts on, on his game? Uh, going right back to the next man up mentality. Lawrence Wood is a big miss uh, uh, for that special teams and his abilities, his ability to decipher the kick and the punt and uh, read the blocking and, and accelerate through uh, whether it's set up for him. And Gallimore just falling right in his footsteps uh, because, you know, we don't know how long Lawrence Wood's going to be out there. And unfortunately, you lose him on defense too at the, at the mm -hmm. corner position and halfback position. But uh, again, it is a situation where we knew about Gallimore. He made the team on not just luck. Uh, there's a lot of guys that can do what those guys do, but he made the team out of training camp because there was clearly an ability that he showed, obviously the long, what was it? 87 yard punt return against yep. Toronto in the preseason. Uh, this guy has an ability to read blocks, uh, understand the, the, the system laid out by Jeff Reinbold, clearly a quick learner um, mm -hmm. but good to see him uh, in, in a situation where he was returning the ball held on to the ball no turnovers 
I just think we always take a lot of those kicks. Unfortunately, we had some penalties that, you know, maybe there were some gains uh, the, that were made by Gallimore that sent the team back in a negative gain situation. So I think he fits right in. I don't think there's an issue there. But uh, losing Woods certainly is, is a loss. Now to the other team, the Argos, Chad Kelly, he had a lot of there was a lot of hype coming into this one. Swag Kelly, everyone wanted to know what he could do. I, I think he showed what he could do with three rushing touchdowns. What was your thoughts on the other QB? Well, well, I'm not going to go crazy over one game, right? Yeah. I will say that he looked uh, he looked comfortable. He looked comfortable. And I think most importantly, I talked this about talked to you about this with uh, Matthew Schultz. It seems to have command of the huddle. And that's an important uh, part of being a quarterback is that the guys around you respect you and, and are looking at you as the leader. Uh, and he clearly has that personality. He's just got to go out and prove it week after week after week. His first, I mean, remember, that's his first start in the Canadian Football League, and he did not look out of place. Yeah. Has that ability to throw the deep ball. Uh, clearly is a, 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 um, unafraid to run with the football. So um, I'm trying, to, I was trying, I was watching him, and I'm like, okay, who does he model me like? I mean, is he is he a Trevor Harris with the short passing? You know, is he a Cody Fajaro with his legs? He's kind of his own guy, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and he's all fiery, too. Like, he's he's excitable, so I think the Argonauts should be excited about what they had. They knew what they had there when the Beth McLeod Bethel Thompson decided to make the uh, jump down to the United States and try for the NFL and the USFL and, and where he's playing. They felt quite comfortable. Um, so they'd seen enough about him in practice that they believed that they didn't, and they didn't go out there and they don't have a real big experience backup like the Tiger Cats do. Yeah. They believe that this guy is going to stay healthy and he's going to be the guy to drive them to back to back great cups. So, uh, was I impressed? Yes. But I will also remind you very much like the 0-2 record with the Tiger Cats. It's only a one game situation for the Argonauts. There is going to be, you know, he hasn't gone into Winnipeg yet. Let's let's yeah. that that's when he passes the test is when he goes into Winnipeg and faces, you know, the, the double J's. Yeah, no, it's never an easy task going to Winnipeg. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he could do there. Upcoming game now with Montreal home opener. How important is it for Hamilton to go out here and get a win, get that first one into the season? You got to start building and it starts being you always want to protect your home your home field. And this is where you got to get your wins. And of course, there's going to be a lot of people right now in Tigertown and just, I can feel it right now. And just in my social media feeds, there are people out there that are nervous right now. So what will quiet the nervousness is a victory. And as I talked about, I like the fact that it's a short turnaround this week, the one day off today, and then they're going to get right back at it and practice and, and start grinding and getting ready for Friday night's contest. And uh, I think there's a lot of people that are excited. Uh, if Bo Levi Mitchell can go, that's even more of a plus. Um, so I think there was going to be excitement, maybe a little nervousness in the crowd as well, too. So here's where I say that they have to really focus on. And the players have been saying this, start fast start fast, mm -hmm. get that touchdown, get that first touchdown, get that second touchdown, get up on a team early. So you don't really have to feel like you're fighting back all the time. And I think that's one of the things that has been kind of similar in both of the losses that they've gotten themselves in a situation where they have to scrap back. Uh, and that's tough because when you're having to fight back and you're down by 14 points or 17 points, you're that defense that you're facing they know your quarterback is going to be passing. You become somewhat one-dimensional, and teams are going to be going after you in a different sort of way than might they might be in the early going when another team has a lead, when you have the lead. So get that lead, start fast, and I think that will make the crowd very, very excited. Good to be home, though.
Yeah, very good to be home. Bubba, thanks again for coming on the show. We're hoping we get a big victory this week, the first one for the Ticats. And, and once again, thanks for joining me today, Mr. Bubba O'Neill. All right, always a pleasure.